0: Welcome to Diamond Niners Weekly for week 14 of the 2021 season. We're live on YouTube on Wednesday night talking about, follow me here, listen to me, Niner Nation. We're here talking about your 2021 Conference USA regular season champion Charlotte 49ers baseball team. How freaking cool is that? As always, this is Nick, joined by Kevin. What's up, Niner Nation? Live from the Hays, Coach Woody.
1: In our nation what's up
0: and making it all work producer brad hey all right guys we appreciate everybody tuning in as always if you're listening to us live feel free jump in on twitter jump in on the youtube chat you guys have been getting really good about that the last few weeks and it's added a whole nother level of fun to this so go ahead jump in say hello ask questions make comments whatever whatever's on your mind jump in the chat producer brad will monitor that for us and we'll be we'll we'll be rolling along here so a lot of big stuff to talk about um man (laughs) there's so much in 49er baseball to talk about let's just do this let's just before we jump in here how's
2: everybody doing
0: how how we how we doing guys
2: i'm great man uh regular season champs clinched it this weekend and uh just going to build on it now.
0: Your your uh, your 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 kids' baseball seasons are over now too, right? So that that's you wrapped that up last week, I think.
2: We did. We wrapped it up. So my main focus is uh, watching the Niners um, on their their trip to the postseason.
0: Yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty <clears throat> good. Producer Brad, you doing all right? Yeah, doing doing just peachy. All right. Now this is this is a softball right here, uh, Coach Woody. How you doing, buddy?
1: been great yeah thanks just uh you know we've got a shortened week here so podcast has snuck up on me a little bit but it's been it's been a good short week where we we made it back from from Texas we had our second flight cancellation of the year uh
0: oh boy
1: got some good stories to tell on that one uh but we made it back safe and sound actually on schedule um miraculously and got back you know, had our COVID tested on Monday and good practice, good like kind of recovery day. And yesterday we had a really good practice, uh, good scrimmage with getting some pitchers back there on the mound and some live at bats with our hitters. And then had COVID testing in this morning, as we, we typically do twice before a series and then had a really good day before um, series practice today. And the energy the past two days has been as good as it's been all year. So it's been exciting.
0: Fantastic. If you caught that there, uh, Coach Woody admitted that we snuck up on him. So we're always sneaking up on people. So that's it's kind of our thing. Oh, good. Top stories. OK, let's jump right in. Actually, we got to go back to last week for top story, because there was one that we, we completely dropped the ball on. But we're going to fix that right now. Um, Niner Nation is always growing and expanding. And some people really take that to the next level. So we're going to call out. Uh, coach Tyler Simmons and Coach Austin Miney for growing Niner Nation from the ground up. Uh, there was baby news from both respective coaches. Uh, we, I, we're, we're not getting in any trouble here, folks. This is all Instagram official. Um, so so uh, Tyler and Celeste are going to be welcoming baby Simmons, and there's going to be baby Miney, Miney coming in August 2021. So, man, Charlotte baseball is just succeeding in everything it takes on these days. How about that, Coach? <laughs>
1: Yeah, rule number one: never stop recruiting. So, uh,
0: <laughs> we're
1: we're we're working on next year's class. We're working on a few classes ahead. So, it's all
0: good. I, I bet that Simmons kid's a catcher. Oh
1: yeah, catcher, power threat, speed on the bases. He's, he can he's going to be able to do it all.
0: <laughs> so there you go. We we actually meant to drop that last week, but. We, we, we got sloppy. So congratulations to, to both the Simmons crew and the Miney crew uh, for the big news there. So good news all around. So from everybody here, uh, congrats, guys. We, we're excited for you. All right. Moving on. Big, big. Uh, every story we have this week is big. Niners name one of 20 finalists to host a regional. Um, that's that's big. Maybe one of the bigger announcements in, in program history when you get right down to it, to be honest with you. Um, they're doing things a little differently, folks. If, if those of you who might be a little new to the process, normally um, the, the Monday after uh, the, the conference tournaments wrap up, it's Selection Monday. Before that, usually like that Sunday, the site host will leak out or they'll 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 announce the site host. So, you know, where the 16 sites are going to be, they're doing that a little differently this year. And yes, it's because of COVID and all the protocols. Um, so they've gone ahead and announced a list of 20 finalists um, the, of which they will pick 16. Once we get closer to time, once we get closer to selection Monday. Uh, but the big news there is that, and we started talking about this last week uh, with, with Gastonia, but um that's that's all that's that's a reality now gastonia uh the the home of the the brand new home of the honey hunters um that's one of the 20 sites the niners are in the mix tickets are on sale there's a pre-sale going on right now you can go to the honey hunters website and go ahead and snag tickets and folks don't worry about that if if should it not happen you can you get your money back less the transaction fee yes but you get your money back, but a great way if you're out there right now and you're excited about what's going on, a great way to actually get involved in this and show support for the for the program and the opportunity to host is to go ahead and and reserve some tickets for for that potential regional and go ahead and do that. Head to head to the Honey Hunters website and go ahead and click on tickets and go ahead and take care of that. So and and let's face it, if you're listening to us, you've probably already done that, but if you haven't go ahead and take care of that. Coach, huge milestone.
1: Well, thanks. Yeah, no, it's uh, you know, it was, we try to, I think we found out right when we got to the ballpark uh, on Friday at Rice and we, um, you know, we kind of try to block this stuff out. You guys know us and, and how we go about it. It's. Um, it's kind of like one of those things where we've gotten this far without really paying much attention to it. So we just kind of put our, keep our heads down and keep playing and keep competing and keep trying to improve. And so, but you could definitely feel, feel the excitement the energy throughout the dugout on game one and at right at rice, because these guys understand these guys see the, uh, the years and the teams on the wall every single day of practice, Um, you know, going back to 2011 and 2008 and 2007 and, Etc. And, and just all the great teams that have been playing here, and they want to be on. They want to be in that discussion. You know, this group, this group of players. They want to be in the discussion with all this, the great teams that have come before here. And um, they feel, you know, I think the players feel as though they've, you know, that they've they've entered the discussion. You know that, but it's it's time to, you know, to continue on. So. Um, certainly an excitement that got one's announced and something we don't we don't take for granted. Um, you know, if you look at the other 19 programs that are listed, there's it, it is an impressive list and we're honored to be listed amongst them. and it has taken everybody to you know from administration, support staff, players, coaches, former players, um, family members. it's taken everybody to accomplish this feat. We've just got to keep going.
2: Coach, you mentioned there's 20 sites and uh, a lot of great programs on that list. I'm going to go through them real quick, see if you guys ever heard of these programs. Uh, Arizona, Arkansas, Charlotte, East Carolina, Florida, Gonzaga, Louisiana Tech, uh, Mississippi State, Notre Dame, Ole Miss, Oregon, Pittsburgh, South Carolina, Southern Miss, Stanford, TCU, Tennessee, Texas, Texas Tech, Vanderbilt. That's a lot of uh, Omaha visits and a lot of – national champions among those programs. Um, great to see Charlotte listed uh, right next with those, all those programs. Um, I do have a question, Coach. Uh, when the committee is selected, uh, Charlotte as one of the 20 finalists. Uh, did you guys or any administration get any feedback uh, from the committee about um, our bid?
1: Um, it sounds like everybody's really excited about it. Um, it's a brand-new ballpark with, with a great seating capacity and brand-new LED lights that um, – you know, and all the amenities, big video board and, uh, 360 degree seating area around the playing surface. So there's, there's, there's a ton of excitement around it. It's, 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 you know, it's in Gastonia, but it's, I mean, Gastonia is Charlotte, essentially, as far as we all know, you know, as we all know, there's, there's so many, you know, great baseball towns surrounding the city and, and Gastonia is one of them. So, um, nothing but positive feedback as far as the feedback, you know, it's just really up to us and controlling our own destiny and plan, you know, continuing to play at a high level, see what happens.
0: You know, one thing, and just Kevin, listen, to you read that list, man, that, get, that's, that gets me fired up. I mean, that doesn't happen by accident. Okay. These are some of the, the premier baseball programs in the country. And we're mentioned alongside, and that doesn't happen happen by accident. Um, the other thing I want to to go ahead, and I'll you know I got speaking of feedback, I got some feedback this week. I, I took some heat yeah. from my from my really really Gastonia comments. Uh, you know, I just want everybody to know, I I apologize, and and I'm on board. I'm all fired up about this. We're going to Tony's ice cream, okay? And and what they were talking about, RO's barbecue too. I've been there. You know, we, we're on board. We're, we're let's do it. OK, so, I, you know, if I if I offended anyone in, in Gastonia, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I, I heard from I heard from Mark Colon about Gaston County. I heard from Rob Dibble. We heard from Ricky Foster. We heard we heard from people that live over there. And, and you know, I'm sorry, guys. My bad. So. All right. There you go. may a couple. Let's talk about some more exciting news. And this right now is more immediate um as of right now (laughs) the haze is open for freaking business no more of this limited capacity stuff no more of that it's it's on it's on like donkey Kong. you can go right now and again if you're listening to this you've probably already done this but you can go to you can go to charlotte49ers.com right now click on the ticket link and you can buy tickets for tomorrow night's game You can buy them for Friday night's game and you can buy them for Saturday afternoon's game. Um, Anything you want. And there are still tickets available. So tell your friends, everybody listening, I know already has tickets. Tell your friends, get out to the haze. One, because if you check the weather forecast, it's going to be fantastic. Two, what part of this do you not understand, folks? This is a nationally ranked, nationally recognized team. And these guys deserve every ounce of support that anybody can give them. So, like kidnap your neighbors and stuff, you know, (laughs) whatever you got to do to get people out to the haze this weekend. Um, Coach, talk talk about what what the difference in crowd, how that's going to impact the guys and you guys down there in the dugout.
1: More than, you know, I mean, we've got, we've, we've already felt an increase in energy, right? When we went from parents and family members standing outside the fences to pro scouts only to, compete capacity of around hundred to capacity around 180 to you know, gradually slightly more than that. So we've, we've felt a difference just as far as the energy along as long the way with the season. So, um, you know, I think that has a lot to do. maybe we've had, we've had such good practices this week is it's energized our, our guys with, with even more excitement to, to play in front of the fan base in Niner nation. And, um, get after it. So, yeah, it's great. And it's a, a reflection of society and the progress that we've made through, um, you know, our, our doctors, our, our, healthcare providers, and our scientists that have, you know, the last 14, 15 months have worked tirelessly to, to get, to get us back to this place and even beyond. So, um, you know, just being able, just being able to, to get back to the, this, the, some of the things that maybe before we took for granted is tremendous.
2: Hey coach, uh, with with the stadium opening up, we've got we've got a few questions uh, from from others and DMs and all that. Uh, one of the questions we got was about the uh, the left field line, the, the seating, well not the seating, the, the, the area outside the stadium down the left field line has been a popular spot for fans to uh, gather and and watch the game. Um, I'm assuming that's uh, every that's open for business as well. Uh, I don't know if you're the person to ask for that, but uh, here it is.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm probably not the person to ask being that, um, you know, this is the first full capacity we've had since, since last year's team. And, uh, you know, I, I think I'm I'm good with it, you know. Keep it clean. Keep it fun. Keep it loud. Get after it. I'm, I'm all for it. So, you can, you can come stand wherever you want as long as you're pulling for the Niners.
2: I like that. Another thing. There that you go. There heard, you go. There you go Austin that's that's your answer. Um yeah. <laughs> Austin
0: win. <Wynn.
2: laughs> <laughs> um but uh, tailgating, tailgating um wasn't mentioned but uh I'm assuming we'll be able to gather a little bit and, and uh do a little tailgating if necessary.
1: Anything anything that coinc- that, that falls in line with you know the CDC and university protocols that have been released. How about it?
0: One, one question i did see a lot and, and we'll fill this one is people have been asking about concessions uh they've actually been open uh during the limited capacity so um if, if you want if you're if you come out and you're gonna want a hamburger a hot dog bojangles uh water uh you know for those that want that kind of thing beer uh that's that's all at the concession stand and it's been there so now i i would not anticipate that changing i think if you come out to the haze this weekend they're going to sell you they're going to sell you a cold drink and and something good to eat so go ahead no excuses let's go ahead and get out there all right now let's let's talk a little bit you you've got some stories you you alluded to that because we we didn't know about the flight cancellations but you've got some stories from us last weekend let's talk about last weekend sort of as as a whole okay um it, it starts off with uh, on Friday the breaking news about the host sites um you guys lock up with a w you lock up a regular season uh championship and I don't care what Anybody on Twitter from Louisiana Tech or Southern Miss says, I apologize to you all for that, but we're the regular season champions. We didn't make the rules. We just played by them. Um, we've got the 1C going in. It's a weird weekend in a lot of ways. Weather's a factor. There's just different things going on, and then it sounds like you guys had some travel difficulties. So what do you want to tell us about your weekend in Houston, Coach?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it was, it was neat for me. Personally, from the standpoint, of, that's the first time I've been to Reckling Park at Rice since I was a freshman in college. So you know, it's been 17 years since since I've since I've been to the ballpark, and you know, it was neat for me because I was a freshman in the 2000 in 2004. Um, so when we went there, they won the national championship in 2003. So I got to. You know, I got to see up you know up close and personal a lot of those guys that won the national championship the year before as a freshman with my first road trip series so brought back a lot of memories of seeing Philip Humber punch out 14 of our hitters with the power breaker up to like 97 um, 17 years ago um, and it was just cool cool being back you know there's kind of a it's kind of a cool um, allure to the ballpark and you can't help but notice um, the, the names a lot of the names that are on the on the ballpark wall when you walk in, it's pretty incredible. Just the the names that have rolled through that program over the last few decades. There's you know, tons of big league all stars and a few hall of famers that have that have come through that program. So um, it was just you know it was neat to be back there. And then um, you know they're, they're um it was their last home weekend series of the year, and um, you know I believe their their season is concluded. Um, after last night. However, you know, so they were extremely competitive as we knew they would be and fought extremely hard. And, you know, it was a great challenge for us. And, um, you know, we had to work really hard to come out of there with two wins.
0: Now, what, what, what happened? I'm assuming that the weather that impacted Sunday's game impacted your flights, so
1: yeah, the weather, yeah, the weather. So we got out of there. Um, we got out of there Sunday and our flight was originally for about six thirty PM on American flight. And that was canceled. And I found that out about an hour before first pitch of the game. So as soon as that happens, coach Simmons disappears and is no longer <laughs> no longer available as he's he's, he goes to work straight to work on all of our, our ops. And he does an un- unbelievable job of, of handling situations like this, so he's on the phone with our travel agent and trying, and our bus drivers, and navigating everything, and coordinating food, and just everything you know we need to we need to do to to get home. So, our flight out of our flight out of Houston at six thirty was canceled, but we had a connection, and we had a connection in Dallas that was about an eight or eight or eight thirty flight. So, the plan was for us to conclude the game, shower, change, and then bus about four and a half to five hours with traffic to Dallas so we did that and about three hours we have two buses so about three hours into the five hour ride to Dallas we um, one of our we have bus one and bus two and bus two's bus driver needed to, to take a pit stop so bus so we're in a hurry because of traffic so bus two needs a pit stop um, so we, we, we stop about three hours into the drive. And of course we picked the the gas station that has a really steep hill to pull into and not the one across the street. That's really flat with an easy circular roundabout. Um, So we picked the one with the really steep hill bus one struggles to get into the gas station. Bus two has to slow down to basically stop and then start to climb the hill. And the back tire doesn't quite make it up the hill. I mean, it's like, off the ground, like, like the bus sinks and the back tire is off the ground spinning, uh, as we enter the gas station. And so, yeah, so we get off of coaches, get off of bus one and bus two. We look at the situation and we look at each other and immediately say, this is a multi-hour process. We don't have that time. So we unloaded bus two, we loaded onto bus one, we all packed in together. And actually it was, it was good energy. It was great. It was, it was, it was nice being on one bus together again, because we really hadn't done much of that this year. So for the last two hours, um, you know, we had a packed bus one with all the bags kind of overflowing and we made the last two hour trip with a really uh, great team bonding experience and made it to Dallas in time for our flight, which ultimately got us back home and we pulled into campus around one or one, 1.00 AM and made it back.
0: You know, with all this name, image, and likeness stuff coming online uh, I, I don't think any of our guys or any, any, anybody associated with the baseball program is going to get like a deal to be a spokesperson for like a bus line company or something, <laughs> because every time we get on one, something, <laughs> something happens.
1: Yeah. It's uh it's, it's one of those things like we don't make jokes about it anymore because as soon as you, as soon as you say something, it, it might happen. So we don't, we try to not talk about, you know, any, any bus scenarios when we're when we're traveling anymore.
0: Did you immediately like have flashbacks to, to, to Miami and <laughs> FIU and I mean you're thinking we're, we're in Houston. I mean I, took, Texas.
1: I mean, I took a picture of, I took a picture of the back of the bus and sent it to our administration. And they were like, you gotta be kidding me. I'm like, Nope. Can't make this stuff up. So I don't know what happened to the bus two driver. He might still be at the gas station. We pretty much unloaded bus two, loaded bus one, and we bolted. So, best of luck to the bus two driver is listening to this podcast. I hope you're doing well. I have no idea what happened to him. We just left.
0: Dang! Just just left. Just just left him. <laughs> That's
1: we had to catch a We We were not we were not messing around. Coach Pick was definitely not
0: messing around. Uh nah, Toby would have fixed that bus if he had to, wouldn't
1: he? Yeah, coach. Coach Pick wanted to. He wanted to roll up the sleeves and push it. And I'm like, hey man, like, I don't know. I don't know which direction this bus is going to go. Whenever that wheel spent we're not. We're not getting anywhere near that. <laughs> that like we're we're going to pack in bus one and we're rolling.
2: Oh man! So that yeah, that yeah, that's two plane trips this year and we've had two canceled flights. So two for two.
0: <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's the airline companies that we, that we need to stay away from. Right. I, had, I I would love
1: to, I would love to know the, the formula because the one where the formula we're going with right now, usually in, involves some type of a delay or, you know, reroute.
0: But the bottom line is you went to Houston with, certain set of goals in mind and they were accomplished so came home came home as the one seed nothing wrong with that pretty special it
1: was a, that was one of the coolest moments one of the coolest moments um since coaching here was was seeing Austin roses throw that three two heater for for a strike three seeing our guys celebrate high five and then had to confirm real quick with Sean Fox because I didn't want to get some false information, but being able to just, you know, give their guys the news that, um, you know, that they they had earned the one seed in the regular season conference USA champion title. And then that nobody was gonna be able to take that away from us. They were, they were fired up. That was pretty cool.
0: Let me ask you a question. Well, about that. You, you brought ahead. up, you brought, oh, on, okay. I I, wanna, I I got something right here. <laughs> he brought it up. I was going to let it go. But he brought it up. You always talk about uh, uh his heart rate that he's he's just got a low heart rate up there. Okay, so game two on Saturday, yep. bases loaded, yep, extra innings, yep, full count. How was your heart rate? <laughs> That's what I want to know. I, I don't care about Austin's heart rate at this point. How was yours?
1: <laughs> mine was mine was fine. I mean, I've got. Man, we've got such great players. You know, we've got such great players that I'm I, I'm so confident and I believe in compared to whoever it is we're playing. You know, when you have when you have the when you have special players, man, that 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 slows your heart rate down a lot. And you know, I have total confidence and belief in these guys. So I was fine. You know, our whole coaching staff was fine because when you when you when you prepare and you train and you know and practice like we do, you know, the game's the fun part.
2: Yeah, that, that game was definitely the highlight of the weekend. Um, seven inning game scheduled, but it ends up going nine. That eighth inning was amazing. Um, Lead off walk, uh, I think another single, and then they they bunted them over. We intentionally walk the next guy to load the bases with one out. Uh, you bring five infielders in, cut the runner off at home. Works out perfectly. Get the cut the runner out at home, and then the next play, um, ball to Gino or let James Gruber third, um, and gets us out of that eighth inning, which was amazing. Um, and then the Niners uh, take the lead in the in the ninth with Austin Went. I mean Austin Knight. Um, Another double from him, which is surprising again, and then uh, another insurance run. He hits a double. (laughs) Yeah, he's leading the country. So, but um, the Niners get an insurance run, and then close it out in in the ninth. Um, It was a great, great game, great feeling, a great way. Like I said, a great way to clinch that one seed, and uh, I'm sure the guys enjoyed that night.
1: Yeah, it was pretty special. A lot of fun
2: admittedly
0: coach, my heart rate was not all that good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I, I'm just, I'm being honest. Y'all, y'all are all cool and everything. And I'm just, no, I wasn't, uh, feet. Davis 26 says gas house is our house. So you're right. Feet. All right. Hey, we Has got, that. Oh man. Uh, Don just, Don just wrote in with a question that we, we, we need to do a whole show on, um, Don has written a whole nother episode. Um, question for the three of you, other than Diamond Niners video clips, what's your favorite baseball movie? Oh come on, Don, We're, that's a that's like a whole show. I, I don't even, and anyway, I don't even know if I could pick one. I know Kevin's going Bull Durham.
1: You can't dodge the hard questions. You know?
0: Kevin's going Bull
2: Durham, right, Kevin? I
1: have tough questions, and I got to answer. You can't dodge. You can't dodge the tough questions.
2: All right. Well. I'll ask, Yeah, I definitely go on Bull Durham. That was that's where I grew up, and I grew up in that ballpark, so it's always a special movie to me. And uh, uh, that's where I started going to baseball games when I was a kid, so that's definitely number one on my list. It's
1: good one. What's your favorite part of that movie, Kevin?
2: Favorite part? <laughs> um Is that well, my little like, league team tells a lot.
1: That tells a lot.
2: There's, there's a lot of teams. So well, my, my little league teammates were in that movie. A lot of my friends were in that movie they were in the uh the helicopter money drop scene uh when they dropped the money from the helicopter all the kids started rushing rushing on the field to uh pick up the money so uh that's probably my favorite part of the movie
1: yeah it's awesome i think my favorite part of the movie is there's a there's a few there's, there's many but i love the part where uh where Nuke's climbing down the bus and he's talking about how much he loves winning, man. He, he loves winning. Uh, that scene's one of my favorite. And then when the kid tells him to get a hit, and he tells him to shut up. I think that's awesome. <laughs>
2: that's good. Yeah. They, yeah, they said, they said that that's like the anti-natural since the natural, the, 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 the bat boy walks up with the, with the, the new bat for, for, um, uh, Roy Hobbs at the end yep. and it's a great moment in the movie, but in, in bull Durham, the bad boy says, "Like uh, get a hit crash and he says, oh, shut up, kid. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: Don, I don't know what to tell you, man. I, I'm supposed to pick one. I I love I love Bull Durham. I love Major League because I was that was I mean Kevin, that was in our wheelhouse when that, that we that came out. Uh I'm gonna go a little different though. some some people are going to go, I can't believe we picked that, but I'm going to go a League of Their Own simply because I've watched it in the not-so-distant past with my daughter, and she loved it. I watched it for the first time, I don't know, within the last year with my daughter and and introduced her to the Rockford Peaches, and she loved it. So that was something we did together. Um, So I'm going to pick a League of Their Own just on that right now. Ask me again tomorrow, and I'll give you a different answer.
1: That's such such a good movie. Um, Tom Hanks is... Gina Davis, they're, they're incredible in that movie. I, I actually I saw that movie in, in theaters too. It's it's really cool. And then you know now you now you see stuff on social about more and more of the All American Girls Baseball League, and and there's some old footage that pops up on social media from time to time. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool seeing seeing them play and get after it. Um,
0: that's a that's a great movie. Yeah, it, it was cool. Maddie really enjoyed it, so uh, I, I gotta. I'll go with that. A, it, it avoids. I'm avoiding being cliche. Maybe I don't know, or maybe by doing that, I'm being cliche. Okay, Don. I I hope that works. Brad, do you have a? You, you gotta. You gotta weigh in on this. You got a favorite baseball movie?
3: I had to think what movies I had seen that were baseball movies, uh, and I think really the only thing I could go with is Major League. I mean, The League of Our Own was good. You know, all I can think of is there's no crying in baseball. Um, yeah. But I'm going to go Major League. Major League is a solid
0: choice. Cause Major League is a great choice. I,
3: I feel like there's this comedy element that should go with baseball, right? You shouldn't take life too serious. So. Yeah. And,
1: and, and hang around our team enough, that, that would fall directly in line with that. Uh, cause we had Aaron McKeithen playing shortstop yesterday in, in our scrimmage. That was – comical hunter baker jumped in there as well that was funny uh, <laughs> but i would say you know for me i would say the, the two that i always stop on are field of dreams and for love of the game if those are on mlb network i kind of can't change the channel those are those are two of my time favorites
0: both kevin and charlotte and says love of the game what's that clayton and charlotte says love of the game yep yep it's a good one you know, here's the thing. If if we have this debate, I don't think this is this is one of those there are debates where there are wrong answers. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm not sure there's a wrong answer to this. I mean, because has anybody named a bad movie yet?
1: I will say I think The Natural is overrated. I I have a tough time making it all the way through that movie.
0: I don't okay. know it would be it would be further down my list. I am not going to say it's a bad movie. And I don't think you are either. I'm
3: not know.
1: saying it's
0: bad, but people list it pretty high in baseball. Yeah.
1: I just have a tough time making it all the way through compared to the other ones.
3: Anybody remember Rookie of the Year?
0: Oh yeah. Great movie. Great. Movie. With, with Daniel Stern makes that whole movie, the pitching coach. They get stuck between the between the doors of the the hotel and you know, then he's he's taking BP and he hits, he knocks himself out of it. He's
1: got the three, the three R's, man readiness, recuperation, and conditioning.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At feet says original bad news bears. He chimed in. I mean, there's that. Uh, <sighs> I like the
1: bad news bears yeah. when you go to Houston playing the Astros. I like that one.
2: Yeah. It's, I like okay. that one too. So
0: maybe what we need to do is figure out a, a, a baseball movie that we don't like. Cause, Cause, I like everything that's been mentioned. I haven't heard one. Oh, time. that's easy. That's easy. Okay, major that's it. Three. Oh yeah,
1: major league. Well, D- back to the minors.
0: See, you. honestly, here's the deal, and I know we're way derailed, folks listening at home. I'm, I'm about to fix it, but here's the deal. It's almost not. It, it, it is almost not even major league three's fault. Movies, for the most part, should not have sequels. Most sequels should have never been made, and th- I, there is not there is not a third part. I, I dare anybody there is not a third part that should have ever been made. It's like the Godfather. Okay, the Godfather, fantastic. The the sequel to the Godfather, it, it, it stands up on its own. But then the Godfather Three, don't ever watch the Godfather Three. If it's on, if it is on TV, don't just stop. Don't just change the channel. Like destroy your TV or something. Okay, because it's now it's now cursed. Don't ever watch that. Movies don't need thirds. Little big leagues. a Good. one. Don't need thirds. Don says there are wrong answers and that. Kevin's right. Of course. Kevin's right. Don Kevin's. That's why he's on the show. <laughs>
2: because
0: Kevin's here to be right.
1: Mr. Mr. Baseball is classic.
2: Mr. Baseball. Mr. 3000 is one of the negative, negative ones.
0: Yeah. The Mr. Bernie Mac. That's Mr. 3000. Bernie Mac movie. Rest in peace.
2: That's. Yeah, that's not a – well, we could talk about this all day, I think. Yeah, I see. I it could be a Don, whole show.
0: Don derailed this show. We're talking about Charlotte 49ers. I blame you, Don. Okay, let's fix it. Kevin, why don't you tell us about where the Niners are situated in the national rankings this week?
2: <laughs> all right, Um talking movies. <laughs> <laughs> coach coach you can go look up your movies and we'll talk about these rankings real quick um baseball america has a 16th in the country this week but usa today coaches poll were 19th 19th in the ncbwa poll um 21st in perfect game 22nd in the d1 baseball poll and 24th in the collegiate baseball poll so i just still getting a lot of national recognition deservedly so um putting wins in the win column and uh, getting getting recognized for it. So uh, there you go. That's our weekly Charlotte 49ers rankings.
0: Our our weekly update on things that Woody doesn't care about.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We won't won't get into projections. We won't get into projections.
0: We're not even going to hit you with projections. I will say this, though, Kevin. Nobody's going to remember who
1: was ranked week 14 in the, like, you know that doesn't go that doesn't go on the wall anywhere I mean it's great when you're on I'm, I'm just saying
0: it's awesome I got you I, I will say this Kevin it's it's interesting to watch we've been watching this for for a while now. We started slow with baseball America. Baseball America took a while to warm up to us, but now that's the pole we're the highest in. It's like they, they came, they're that horse at the back of the pack that just started making its way through the field. And now they're nose out front because they're three ahead of USA today. So kind of interesting. I don't I don't know the I don't quite know know the dynamics behind that, but they they were slow to come around, but now they got a sixteenth. So um we love you baseball America. We didn't used to, but now we do.
1: Teddy, Teddy Cahill, those guys do an awesome job.
0: Yeah. All. So let's um we 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 were going to touch on this. This was going to be um this was going to be senior recognition weekend coming up, but it ended up being last weekend. And we really didn't have a chance to talk about it. Uh we got we had got a chance to mention it, but um Everything's weird this year uh, because of the eligibility issues and everything like that. So there were actually two recognitions on Saturday. They did graduates, and then there were seniors recognized on on Sunday. Uh, two weeks ago at the Hays, um, we did want to take a minute here um, and just recognize some of these guys and, and, and talk about them um, just just to give them sort of our customary usual shout out uh, as seniors in the program. Um, we'll start with uh, we'll start with Nick Turnbull and give Nick a shout out. Um, uh, he's actually, we, were the, the first recruit that committed to this staff, if we have that correct. Um, and in storybook in, in, in storybook format, uh, Nick came in on senior day and threw four, uh, four no hit innings against Marshall on senior day in front of his, in front of his family. Um, so that was a pretty cool moment for Nick. Um, uh, that that's the way you drew it up, right? Coach
1: it was, that was special. Uh, Cause like you said, his family was there. Our coach and staff
0: knew his family was
1: there and um, he just really thrown the ball well. And, um his previous outing and in scrimmages leading up to that and, uh, and threw the well, threw the ball really well at, in, in Houston. So um, he's really emerged as, you know, reemerged as as an important part of our bullpen. And like you said, on, on senior day, that was, that was really great. And he was the first player to commit to our coaching and staff as a transfer from Maryland and, the neat thing about that is he was, he took a visit to we, we made him an offer and, and he said, you know, I just need to visit one more school before I make a decision. he visited Marshall and I said, and I I still make fun of him um, about, about that just because, um, you know, he, he, he drug it, he drug it out a little bit and and made us work for it. Um, You know, obviously ultimately he chose Charlotte and, um, but it was, You know, Nick is such a such a great player, pitcher, and and um, representative of our program. And um, he he is a guy that I couldn't be more excited with how he is pitching down the stretch here for us. It's it's really cool to see. All
2: right, Uh, another senior pitcher that was uh, honored uh, last week against Marshall, uh, Ryan Shanskowski. Um, He's been there for three seasons. Uh, I, guess, I guess two and a half, counting the, the 2020 shortened season. Um, started a lot of games for us, pitched a lot of innings, had a lot of big wins for the Niners. Um, he was uh, one of the first players to earn the uh, gold standard locker uh, by the coaching staff. Um, talk a little bit about Ryan Shaskowski and uh, what he's meant to the program.
1: Chance is just a warrior. He's tough as nails. He's going to compete as hard as anybody, whether he feels great or is, is tired or is thrown consecutive days or whatever it is. He's going to give you all, all he's got every time the ball's in his hand. Um, he's one of the first guys of the yard every day. He's one of the last guys to leave. He's always working on the mound with, with the guys and, and in the bullpen, he's always front and center, you know, kind of keeping guys focused, but keeping guys loose. And that's important. So he's just, uh, you know, he's a great he's, – he's a great representative of our program. And, um, you know, I'm really excited for him to continue to pitch more and more here for us down the stretch. Is, like I said, he's he's a really tough bullpen arm for us and made one of the biggest pitches of our season there down there at FIU to, to, um, to strand the bases loaded and, and get us on the bus with a four-game sweep. So um, never forget that.
0: Yeah, big moments, big moments there, and I mean, and really, you kind of expect that out of you know, out of your your, you know, your your leadership. Kevin, last year when we were coming up with shows to just to keep going, apparently we should have done a movie show because the comments are still coming in on um, on baseball movies. Um, we've got a negative review on uh, on the movie starring Clint Eastwood as a scout ugh. I believe that was called Trouble with the Curve. Um, uh,
1: so yeah, uh, so so,
0: so there's some negative preview. negative feedback for Clint Eastwood, which you know I gotta be honest with you, I haven't seen Trouble
3: with Curve either. The previews would with seen,
1: that, that 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 reveal.
3: I think you I, saw it. Kevin. I think I'm, Amy Adams is in it. I've seen it. It's a good uh
2: Justin Timberlake's in the movie, so I saw it with my wife and uh, we both <laughs> enjoyed it. It was a good compromise, good compromise movie, so it's about baseball and
3: um, and
2: so I, I enjoyed it. But any any is, is, Brad?
3: About, I think so. Not, and that makes a it problem. all the worth the watch for me, at least.
0: That that, that man ain't wrong. I mean, he ain't lying. So anyway, more uh, we, we apparently need to do an all season baseball movie podcast and just do that with Coach Woody. And uh, you know what? We would need Coach Toby for that too. We would need Toby in here on the movie. I'll
1: tell out. you what. That's a whole podcast in itself. If he didn't coach baseball, he could he could write reviews and critique every movie there ever was. I mean, it is school Ebert and Bicknell. It is incredible movie knowledge um, from Coach Bicknell. Oh.
0: Anyway, God, we just stumbled onto that. Thanks, Don. <laughs> another senior, another gold standard locker winner, Craig Keichel, which more more affectionately known as Craig Craig Keichel came in as a catcher winds up being sort of a stalwart in, in right field for us has had some big moments um big bat um kind of become notable for those yellow work gloves in fact the picture from uh the graphic for this week's rankings had Craig on it the first thing you notice is those yellow work gloves so um Craig uh had a big weekend again, not only he had senior weekend, then he got to go home to his, 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 uh, his walk-up song, take me to Texas. Well, you took him to Texas coach, Woody. Uh, <laughs> you took Craig to Texas last weekend. And I think it, it sounded like he had a ton of family there, uh, all weekend long.
1: He did. Yeah. I mean, Craig Keichel is, is an incredible leader and in person and obviously baseball player. Um, you know, to your point, I mean, he came in here, he's, he's a really good catcher, but he's played, tremendous outfield for us um since making that move and he's been he's been a key um key part of our lineup virtually each and every game and blue collar um really really great student as well i mean he's uh, um i believe he's we're gonna look up in a few years and he's gonna be a really successful chiropractor um i would imagine or um, in, in a few years, I mean, he's really, really bright and sharp and does so well in school and to, to do as well in school and, and that field and, and to be the caliber of baseball player he is, is a credit to him and, um, and his family. And, you know, we just, we love coaching him and being around him every single day.
0: So we'll be going to Craig to have him fix my back or something.
1: Yeah. I could use a little bit too.
0: that will work.
2: Yeah. Credit to him. Cause, uh, yeah, I know last year we talked about it. Coach Bickle said um before the season that he he hadn't played outfield before. And um right before the season they started working with him. And uh now I think this year at one point we we put Craig in as a defensive replacement in outfield, if I'm not mistaken. So I uh, credit to him for, for improving and being being a, a solid defensive outfielder as well. Um another senior, uh here two and a half seasons, uh, Carson Johnson, uh, played second base for his first two seasons, uh, played second base starting the season, been asked to move around a little bit, play right field, I mean, uh, left field and right field a little bit for us, uh, career over 300 hitter for, for the Niners. Um, I think he had a, a big week when he had, uh, like him and Craig, they both had walk off wins versus UTSA this season. Um, Coach, talk a little bit about uh, Carson Johnson and his uh, versatility this year in the lineup.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, you said it. I mean, he's he's an extremely polished hitter with incredible bat-to-ball skills. Um, he's got – he and Nate Furman have, in my opinion, the best play discipline on the team as far as uh, pitch recognition and, rec- you know um, – um, swing, you know, swinging, swinging at strikes and taking balls, which sounds like a simple thing to do, but Carson and Nate do it better than really any hitters on our team, and that improves their their on base percentage, and that improves his, um, you know, his contact rate and his exit velocity when he does when he does make contact because he's he's hitting good pitches. So and he's proven to be a really versatile defender for us. He's played second, he's played he's played left, he's played right. And that versatility has been able, you know, really helped us be able to match up a little bit more as far as who we're facing on the mound. And um, if we need to go a little bit more offensive with the lineup, if we need to go a little bit more defensive with the lineup, we can move guys around. And, and he's just a grinder, he's a ball player. He's, if you really pay attention to the guys leaving the field, I know that we have a turf infield, but guys can still find a way to get dirty. And Carson's always one of the dirtiest players to leave the field every day. And, um, you know, from my upbringing, that's a, that's a sign of, of a good player is what they look like when they leave the field. And so he's, he's got that MO and he's got some, you know, he had the clutch base hit that ended up being the, he ended up scoring the go ahead run to, to win the, the, you know, the regular season one seed title. And he's just a ball player. He's worked extremely hard, uh, to To finish his degree here this summer, and that degree is going to carry him very far. And he's worked very hard for it, so we're all really proud of him.
0: Yeah, awesome, awesome stuff. It's so great getting to get to know these guys because there's so much more to them than ballplayers. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, their their personalities and and uh, everything they do for the university outside of outside of play baseball. Last, but certainly not least, um, Todd Elwood. Um, now I did some, some research on this um, rumor has it. I actually asked if there were any more Elwoods in the pipeline and um, and dad Brent gave me an emphatic. No. So everybody listening out there, there, this is, this is the last Elwood to come through and let's maybe, maybe a next generation, you know, so in 20 years, maybe if you see another Elwood show up on the roster or something like that, but Todd Elwood, um, it seems like he's been here forever. And, of course, going back to watching his brother uh, Brad play as well, the first recipient of a gold standard locker, um, pure gold community service award nominee, career three hundred two hitter. I think his own base percentage is closer to 400 for his career. Um, you're talking about a guy that just finds ways to, ways to do it, he gets on base, He makes plays in the outfield, whatever it is, whatever needs to be done. Todd's that dude. who's who's kind of doing it. Um, And we're definitely going to definitely going to miss his presence uh, going forward.
1: Yeah. Todd's been such a huge part of this program for a long time and
0: he's an incredible leader
1: in our locker room and an example of, you know, how to, how to go about your business each and every day. And you said it as well. I mean, he's, he's not a one trick pony. He can, he can beat you with the bat. He can beat you with his speed. He can beat you with his defense. He can beat you with his mind. He can beat you with a lot of, you know, he, he can, he can beat opponents a lot of different ways and beat you with
0: his arm. We saw that
1: beat you with his arm. And, you know, and so there's, you know, his defense, we don't, we don't win. We don't win that first game um, without his defensive play in center field game one in Houston. And his throw there, you know, that big throw there a couple weeks back as well at the plate, Um, again, so, you know, you can look at his stats and you can see that last week he was, you know, you could say, oh, he was two for 13 statistically. But what doesn't show up is, you know, all the other ways he can beat you. And so, you know, he's got – he had a big stolen base, incredible and big plays in center field – and he just makes everybody in the dugout go and be better. So, um, he's, he's Todd Elwood's a winner. He's, he's earned that gold standard title for a reason. He's, he's leaving a legacy and, you know, we, we are just, you know, thrilled to trying to take in every moment of being his coach as long as possible.
0: Yeah. Awesome stuff. So there we go. We, we, we normally do, uh, to a show there where we we highlight our seniors so we wanted to make sure and work that in um appreciate all the the contributions that all of you guys have made to the program and your time here and we're gonna gonna miss you but looking forward to seeing you in the stands we've had a lot of former players coming back this year so it's been really cool to see see those guys um in the in the stands coming back and still want to be a part of the program um man we start asking people to chime in in the chat and and your boy feet Davis twenty six feet feet's all over it. He's asking, Canes or Predators tonight? Is is that hockey? Is he asking about hockey?
3: Yes. What you got, producer Brad? Who's gonna win? Oh, Canes. I mean, you got to be for the Canes, right?
2: Well, oh yeah, yeah. I am a bandwagon Canes fan. When the playoffs start, I am a Canes big big time Canes guy. There the,
3: you go. the Canes are uh, they played? Was it last night? I think it was last night. So they're one to zero in the series right now. Moving there on. You go. on. Okay,
0: moving. <laughs> I'm, on. I'm a
1: huge Canadiens. If you guys don't know,
2: are you now? I didn't even know. When, they were when, come, when I, it comes, when it comes playoff time, I'm I'm right there. You
0: go. I, I didn't know they were playing. I, I whatever. Hockey, Kevin. Let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about minor league baseball. Uh, we've got some exciting news to share there uh, with some of our Pro Niners. Uh, making some moves this week. Why don't we why don't we talk about that instead of hockey? Sorry, feet.
2: All right. Yeah, we got some, some breaking news sort of uh today. Um Zach Jarrett was called up from double A Bowie to uh triple A Norfolk for the Orioles organization. Got to call up I believe there was an injury in the outfield and um he got called up to to play the triple A. Uh, unfortunately they just played a series in Charlotte last week. Um but they will be traveling back to. They'll actually be in Durham, um, June first, starting a six game series. So hopefully uh, if things work out. We'll be able to go check them out um, in a month, in a couple weeks or so. But uh, that was the big news today. Uh, earlier this week, uh, Reese Hampton uh, signed a deal, signed a uh, contract with the uh, Diamondbacks, and he was assigned to the High A affiliate Hillsboro Hops. Um, he made his debut last night, actually. So. Um, looking forward to following him this season. Uh, Josh Macheski, he's pitching with Hudson He's two and now. And then for two relief experiences for the, the Yankees high a affiliate and, uh, Colton laws. He's down in, um, Dunedin, uh, with the blue Jays organization. He is, uh, still doing the rehab, I believe, uh, on the shoulder. So that's your, uh, your pro Niners update. Uh, coach, I know you, uh, you pitched out there in the, in the Northwest league, uh, a few years back. Um, Any stories you could share with us about uh, the Northwest League? It's well, actually, formerly the league, formerly known as the Northwest League. They're calling it the High A West something now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, I I have a a good amount of stories, I guess. uh, Some of which involve buses breaking down, so it's it's not new. It's not new to me. Uh,
0: Maybe you're the common denominator with the buses. Could
1: be, you know we 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 broke down and did you know Oregon has as a desert? Did you know that there's actually parts of Oregon that has a desert and we broke, we broke down in an Oregon desert, um, one time. So that was, that was interesting. Um, a lot of long bus rides, a lot of long bus rides, you know, we'll, we'll finish a game and take a 12 hour ride from Eugene, Oregon to Vancouver, Canada, and you get in at 10 AM and you, you know, you pitch at five o'clock that afternoon. And, be a zombie but you'd figure it out um but i i got to play with some really great players Corey kluber was was on the team with me there and 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 eugene and um jeremy hefner who's now the pitching coach for the new york mets matt latos uh pitcher in the big leagues for a while um good lot of big leaguers um on those teams that i got to play with the two and a half years i was with the padres so it was it was a lot of fun
0: coach i I'm gonna just go ahead and tell you I know more about hockey than I do deserts in Oregon. So I
1: <laughs> I didn't know there was a desert in Oregon until we broke down in one. But there there actually
0: is one. Yep. Sure is. Now I'm gonna have to look that up and find out about that. All right. So good stuff with the with the pro niners. Um Zach, man, that's so awesome. He's just like he's he's right there, he's one step away. So can't wait to see what he does with that opportunity. Let's move on let's talk uh, let's talk ask coach let's do ask coach Woody we got a really cool ask coach Woody question this week uh, this this came in there was actually some online banter this week uh, people have been getting their um, their their Grand Slam club caps and so our question this week comes from Dave Linder longtime friend of the show Dave just got his uh, his brand new Grand Slam club hat. And it got to thinking him. It got, it got him to thinking about bill shaping. Okay. Bill shaping. Dave wants to know coach, which method do you recommend for bending bills? The rubber band method or the plastic cup method? What do you go with?
1: I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty much like show and go. Like I kind of just put it on and I'll kind of give it a subtle curve. I'm not a, you know, i think there was a there was a day when i thought i was i thought i was Khalil green and i thought i was a middle infielder like middle of the order bat guy with a flat bill west coast style i'm some of them kind of naturally go that way and you can't you know our clt hat is a little bit more a little bit more flat bill um you're right but i try to i kind of try to just have a little bit of a subtle curve and kind of be in the middle not you know not too curved but not too flat just kind of be in the middle
0: How would I go with? See, a lot of the conversation was Kevin, and I know you saw it too. It it seemed like people were wanting like, like, like real bends, like, like, you know, a more aggressive bend in the bill, and and these these Grand Slam Club caps. I mean, these are really nice caps, and they're they're made they're performance. So the 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 bill of them is not solid. This is meant to be able to dry out easily right here. So that there was a whole discussion about how do you bend the bills on these caps. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of, I, I fall with you, coach, I kind of just wear them in.
1: Yes. Yeah, just kind of, just kind of a little natural. And, you know, you start getting too curved. You start needing to throw like a fish hook on there. It you <laughs> like, start, you know, it starts getting a little, well, I don't want to say Eastern North Carolina. Cause my mom's from Eastern North Carolina, but it starts getting a little Eastern North Carolina.
0: Kevin, yep. is that not exactly what I said?
2: <laughs> you did. <laughs> Did I know? I know when I was younger, um, it was it was more of a style to have more of a curve in it. I, I don't know if it's Dave. Dave Stewart used to have the really curved brim, and he, he used to pull it pull it down, pull it down real low, so you could only see his eyes when he's on the mound. Very intimidating. I, I wanted to do that when I was when I was growing up as well. But um, lately, I'm, I'm, I'm the same way as you. Kind of just is what it is. Bend it a little bit and uh, and roll with it.
0: I you know, I love it. All the all the things that we would have like go back four years, Kevin. And oh, man, can you imagine the show we would have if we were like a top 25 program, maybe going to, you know, potentially host a regional? Think about all the baseball we would talk about. So far, we've done movies and now we're talking about caps All the important stuff you get here, folks, on Diamond Niners Weekly. But that's what we're here to do for you. So, Dave, there you go, Dave. He's, he's kind of just a natural wear it in guy. So there's, there's, there's your answer on that. All right. Let's, let's transition ahead. Let's talk about, get this. Let's talk about UNC Wilmington (laughs) for a minute. (laughs) We do have a three game series uh, coming up with them. So we're going to do the Charlotte 49ers grand slam club. Look at the week ahead. It's real simple. Join the grand slam club, get a, get a cap, Get all kinds of cool gear. When you get your cap, you can bend the bill of that bad boy any way you want to. So, Kevin, why don't you um, why don't you why don't you introduce us to uh, to UNC Wilmington, and we'll let uh, we'll let Coach Woody give us the lowdown.
2: All right, um, let's see. UNCW. They're uh, I think they've won three straight weekend series. Uh, they this past weekend they clinched the South division in CAA. Um, they've got a 29, 17 record overall, 81 RPI. I think they, they are hosting a CAA tournament in Wilmington next week. And, um, yesterday I watched a little bit of their game. Was it yesterday? Yeah. Yesterday they played at Chapel Hill, watched a little bit of that. Um, they lost to Chapel Hill. Um, I think it was like 11, 11, eight, 11, nine, something like that. But, uh, coming off a of midweek at Chapel Hill and then they're heading to Charlotte. Um, uh, so coach, um, what do you see in uh, the Seahawks team?
1: You know they're they're a really versatile team. They can beat you a lot of ways. They're balanced. Um, they don't really rely on one guy for all of their offense. Kind of similar to how our offense is. They've got multiple guys with five, six to twelve home runs, and um, you know they they've got some guys with ten plus stolen bases, and they can always field really well. I mean that's kind of a that's kind of a mark of. UNC, you know, kind of the MO of UNC Wilmington each is every year. And whether it was Coach Scaff or now Coach Hood, coaching is you always know that they're going to play really good defense. They're going to have really good catchers and good infielders and good athletes in the outfield. So that's kind of the MO of them. And then their pitching staff throws a ton of strikes. They, um, they've they got really good starters. So you're going to see really good starting rotation from guys like Landon Roof and Luke Jessel, um, DeSalle, um and others. So um, – you know, they've got some, some. They've got multiple guys with with saves that can that can close out games. So, um, I mean, UNC Wilmington year in and year out, they are one of the best teams in the state, and they're you know, consistently at the top of the CAA and competing in regionals. And so, we're we're gonna have a really really good test here for us this weekend as we roll into the Conference USA tournament next week.
0: Their starting pitching definitely does. Uh does stick out when you start taking, taking a look at them. Um, Just want to remind fans that, that the schedule is a little bit, is a little bit different this week um, because of everybody playing conference tournaments next week. So this actually starts tomorrow night. That's why we're on Wednesday night. So Thursday night, six o'clock at the Hayes. Uh, Anybody that wants to can go Uh, Friday night, six o'clock at the Hayes and Saturday at 1 PM at the Hayes. Um, we, We put a pretty good plug in for tickets at the beginning of the show. I'll do it again right here buy tickets to go to the Hayes, kidnap your neighbors family friends whoever take them go to Hayes um with it looks like coach with uh and, and you're now into the part of the the year where you've got to start thinking about i, I know you're like you know i can't think about next week but you probably are at least starting to think about how do we want to manage things next week how do we want to get through this this series and be ready to go the conference tournament you've set your rotation. And it's a little bit different. For one thing, there's three games instead of four. Uh, but you're going with, uh, looks like you're going with with Geisting, with Spencer. Uh, tomorrow, Bryce is going to get Friday, which Bryce is used to going on Friday. So he's still on Friday. And then Andrew Lindsay on Saturday.
1: Yeah, we're keeping Andrew and Bryce on on their seven-day schedule. And, you know, if we, if we so choose next week in the conference tournament to bump them up a day, we can. Um, we really like Spencer. I know that. I know that um, you know he struggled. He struggled there with two outs in the first inning. It's it's you know it's a little unusual to to strike out the first two hitters of the game and then and then to kind of you know unravel a little bit like he did. But you know we say it all the time. Once you once we see things from guys, we can't unsee it. Um, Spencer has the capability of being um, an elite left-handed pitcher, and I'm 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 probably most excited about his start tomorrow. And um, seeing him bounce back, I feel really good about it. And um, he he works extremely hard, and so you know we're going to need him in the you know in the postseason, Conference USA, and beyond. So good to get him back out there and give get that next opportunity. And then we'll have Bryce on schedule and Andrew on schedule. And to your point, only a three game series versus four, so should add a little bit more depth to the bullpen, and and we'll be able to you know kind of. Go a little bit more full throttle is getting guys in there and, and not not having to save guys as much in certain spots like we've had to do with four-game series. So we'll manage it a little bit differently.
0: Sure enough, by the way, your your Eastern North Carolina comment did draw. Uh, your, your mom wrote in and said, watch it, coach. So <laughs> you've been warned. Just be careful with that. You're getting pretty good week to week telling us, like, what's going to be the big key. What's, what's the key this weekend, UNC Wilmington? What's, what's the big thing?
1: Well, you know, I think, I think our starting pitching is going to need to match their starting pitching um, because that is certainly a strength of theirs. And, um, I, I, you know, that's the thing that jumps out to me the most. I think both of us have good bullpens. I think both of us have good offenses. I think both of us play good defense. You know, we probably run a little bit more than they do on the base paths, but they still have some guys that we're going to have to really control. Um, You know, I think it's going to, I think it's going to be our starter, our starting pitchers, you know, really matching or besting their starting pitchers. You know, if I had to say what's the aspect of the game to really key in on and be, you know, start starting pitchers versus starting pitchers this weekend. All
2: right, coach. Yeah. Um, Going into the weekend or this week's series, um, you have a, an injury update you can share with us, or anything to add from last week?
1: Yeah, we're moving the needle closer. Uh, you know, McCabe's been back. Um, he's been hit, he's been hitting for a couple of weeks now, but we're trying to really make sure that he's in a good place as far as is feeling good and and feeling ready. He had a pinch hit at bat at Rice and got him back in there um, in a spot. Where we felt like he, you know, he, he, he felt good and he's only gotten healthier and healthier this week as we moved move closer. So, um, he's probably had his two hardest practices today and yesterday. So we'll see how he's feeling tomorrow, um, whether he's able to play first or DH or pinch hit, and we're just kind of taking him one day at a time. Um, just because, you know, he's, he's an important, he's an important piece of our team, um, Moving forward, and, and he's got an incredible future. So we just, you know, we're trying to make sure that we we put his inch, his best interests first and foremost. So um, Dom's doing well. Dom had surgery; he's recovering well. His spirits are good. Um, I, I, based on what I'm seeing from from his work in the weight room already on the upper body side, he's probably going to be the most jacked outfielder in Conference USA next year um he is whatever he can do he's doing he's doing and then some so um you know dom's doing great his spirits are good um you know that's that's really all kind of the updates i have as far as those guys
2: appreciate it coach thank you
0: yep so let's uh, let's talk about the about the league a little bit. It's everything's becoming more clear. What we really need to talk about is is the setup because league play uh, has concluded. Uh, the Niners have the one seed. The the league. RPI wise, the league has been at fifth. Uh, has been at fifth for a lot of the season, uh, slip, flipping back and forth between fifth and sixth with the AAC. Uh, right now, Conference USA is in sixth, and um, and the AAC is in fifth. But it, the the margin is very narrow. Um, we're pretty much the only out of conference games uh, left for for the league. So um, we might be we might be playing for a chance to move Conference USA back into fifth in the RPI this week and depends on what happens. It's mathematical. I don't get math, whatever. Uh, not that it really matters, but you can see the quality, um, are the, the Niners RPI is currently rated at 20, uh, according to Warren Nolan and uh, the league has six teams in the top 100 and four in the top 26. And it's the same four that's been, been all year. So what this really sets up and, and I do not mean, and, and and coach will coach will correct me here, but, I do not mean to leave anybody else out of this, but what we have going into going into the conference tournament next week is is we've really got it's uh, you've got Louisiana Tech and um, and Southern Miss on the western side of the conference coming out of there uh, looking strong, and Charlotte and Old Dominion coming out of the eastern half, and those four teams not to not to exclude somebody like Florida Atlantic that can beat you, uh, but it's going to be a dog fight in Ruston next week.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I'm, I think it's I think it's important that we're playing these three games against Wilmington because um, they're such a strong – it's going to be such a strong opponent, and it's going to keep us – it's going to challenge us, and you guys know my stance. I like to play. I like to play, you know, the, the most games against the best teams. That's kind of always been my stance. And um, so we'll do that this weekend, and, and that should prepare us uh, as, as – best as possible to roll into like you said a dog fight and um there's a lot on the line there's there's hosting on the line there's you know there's teams playing for uh, to continue their seasons beyond next week and and i still look at it as we are one of them you know until i mean because until until that that selection show is announced i don't you know I won't ever take anything for granted and I don't, and our coaching staff feels the same way. Our players feel the same way. So, you know, we're tunnel vision on, on Wilmington, as you guys know, but then, you know, to, to your point, I mean, we're, we're going out, we're going in there, you know, with a mindset that our record is O and O. And we're going to try to, we're going to try to get after it against middle Tennessee. in that first game with with the mindset that our record is O and O and try to finish that game, be one and O. And go from there.
0: Looking down the the bracket, um, and this all kicks off next Wednesday. The the morning game, nine a.m. That's nine a.m. Central, so it'd be ten o'clock local. Um, and it does look like these games are are all on ESPN Plus uh, for fans, so you you don't have to have Conference USA TV to, to see these games. Uh, imagine that. Um, right out of the debate, right out of the gate, uh, the gate Old Dominion has taken on Florida Atlantic. So they've got their hands full right out of the gate. Um, the Niners have Middle Tennessee at at 30 local Eastern time, approximate uh, on that Wednesday. Louisiana Tech in the in the in the afternoon evening session uh, opens up with UTSA, and we know how dangerous they are because they they've not only shown us they can play, but I mean they've taken some W's from some other people as well. Southern Miss has uh, has a, a a Western Kentucky team that we we spent all weekend trading blows with. So um this tournament's stacked. <laughs> I mean, it really is. It's it's gonna be gonna be, it's gonna be fun to watch.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Um I mean you said it every single team really has a has a way they can beat you. That's there's there's no team, you know what I mean? Like there's 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 no team that really it's in this tournament that doesn't have a way to beat you. I mean, Louisiana tech's offense is, is really, really good. And they've got, they've got some of the best starters on the mound. Um, you know, old dominions lineup. We all know is well-documented They're You know, they're potent. They're at the top of the na- the nation in virtually every offensive category. Southern miss is, you know, pitching, you know, to no end. It seems for Atlantic is really since, I mean, really since they left Charlotte, they, they've, they've been winning a ton and they just beat a really good Miami team three to nothing uh, Tuesday night. So they're, you know, coach McCormick, those guys, you know, they're going to, you know, they're going to be playing their best baseball this time of year. UTSA has been offensively in Fuego, and they've pitched it enough. Western Kentucky, you said it, their, their offense is really similar to old dominion in my opinion, as far as just really veteran and they can beat you with power and extra base hits and, and middle tennessee they might lead the countries in stolen bases so i mean there's and, and their pitching staff is, is towards the top of of you know the conference in all of all categories so there's no let up you know it is it is going to be you're going to be tested to no end um you know next week when we get there but we aren't there yet we've got to stay down in on wilmington um because that's gonna that's gonna it's going to be a big test for us this weekend. We know that.
0: And, oh, by the way, folks, Louisiana Tech and Southern Miss are also on that list that the Niners are on that we started the show with. So they've got – not that they needed extra motivation, but they're in the hunt for a hosting uh, – host bid as well. So it's, it's – it's, this might be – this might be one of the more um, – one of the more compelling Conference USA uh, tournaments in quite some time. Um, as far as all the different things that that are on the line, um, I, I tell you, Kevin, take 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 Charlotte's matchup off. We're gonna take we're gonna take Charlotte, Middle Tennessee off the table. Okay. What what game what game do you most want to see here?
2: And it's tough to beat that first one, you know. Right off the right off the gate, uh, Old Dominion of Atlantic. That's, that's and the fact that's, game. that that
0: that's you know that sets up our next opponent right so that that plays into it as well
2: yeah yeah um two good teams that we've seen up close and personal um and i am we haven't seen middle tennessee yet uh, i'm curious to see i know they're i see them in the national leaderboard as far as stolen bases i know they still out of bases and stuff so um and their pitcher just won um uh, Conference Day pitcher of the week last week, so uh, definitely well, playing playing uh, good at the right time for them. So
1: they have one of the best like catchers. They had one of the best catchers in the country as well. So you combine the pitching with, with the, their pitching staff with their the catcher. It's it's um, they're a good team. They're really good.
0: Kevin, I just want to you, know, you hold me to it on this, but I think that's the most that's the closest we've gotten, Woody to 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 look in to at least admitting that next week existed. Uh-huh. That we have that we have all week, right? Or all season. Isn't it? I mean, he admitted that next week exists.
2: Yeah, I feel I feel like we're getting ahead of ourselves here, Nick, to be honest though. We need to rein it back in to UNC man, Wilmington.
0: You know what? We've been we've been ahead of ourselves for years <laughs> there's, there's no doubt about that so that's why coach woody's here to to not not only the credibility but to dial us back in so he, he always does that so all right i will say i don't know what next week's schedule is going to be like folks we're going to we we got to figure out how we're going to do this or what we're going to do about this or anything else um i can tell you this uh yours truly and producer brad over there are are hitting the road on Tuesday, and we're heading for Ruston, Louisiana. Uh, Kevin may be joining us later in the week, dropping in. So we're, we're going to be on the ground for you. Whatever happens, we're going to be there to see it, um, and we'll we'll try to we'll we'll provide our 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 fair and balanced coverage as we always do. <laughs> Charlotte baseball from from Ruston, Louisiana. All right. Let's rein it back in. Coach Woody, we always give you the final thoughts. We're heading into a weekend uh, against uh against UNC Wilmington. What 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 do you want to say to Niner Nation? What what are your last thoughts before we head into a UNCW series?
1: You know, I don't I don't think anything really profound just other than um we've touched on it all, it's just it's really exciting, everything we discussed. Um no getting around it. Um it's it's we we've been you know, going all the way back to the first, I think the first podcast before we played VCU in 2020. And you think about all the discussions and, and that we've had you know, since, since that first podcast. And now um, I know that I joke about not wanting to talk about rankings and stuff like that, but it's cool. You know, I'm happy, I'm happy for our guys and, and um, this program and everyone, a part of it and what we're doing. It's uh it's a really cool feeling right now for throughout the entire program. Our coach and staff feels it. our players feel it. our sports staff feels it. And, um, and it's exciting. So we just want to play as long as we can, you know, this is a special group. And one of the things I always know as a coach in the back of my mind, that there's every season has to come to an end at some point. So one of the things that I it always that one of the things that motivates me right now is is doing everything we possibly can to keep this group together and playing as long as possible um, just because we're having so much fun. So um, that's really, that's really all I'll, I'll kind of say. I do want to acknowledge that one of the, one of the neat things I'm looking forward to this weekend is Saturday pregame. We're going to acknowledge and then honor Patrick Wheeler, um, one of our seniors from the 2020 team who, hmm. um, who opted to, to move on from playing and and continue his education he's getting his master's here and he's, he's going on to some really great things. And, but he's still, he's finishing his, his master's degree here at Charlotte and he's been, he's been doing work behind the scenes here. And so we will acknowledge Patrick Wheeler and his family this Saturday pregame at the Hayes. And that's going to be a cool moment.
0: That's really cool. See, this is the kind of stuff. In addition to movie reviews, this is the kind of stuff you just don't get anywhere else. Kevin, I saw, I saw a look on your face. Something, something, something made you think of something, what you got?
2: Well, that was a good segue. I just wanted to reiterate the, to the folks out there to uh, go get your tickets to see this team this weekend. Um, come out and support the, the guys. I know uh, we haven't been able to have a full house at the Hayes this year. I'd love to see it packed out uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, especially to go out and support Patrick Wheeler a uh, senior day on Saturday. Um, very important to these guys to see how the stands, and I know it'll, it'll help them on the field. Um, another thing is, uh, Nick's mentioned this over already. The, the regional ticket presale—go um, out and get your tickets if you haven't already. Uh, they go on sale. They get the presale to uh, Charlotte folks is ending tomorrow uh, morning, and then it goes on sale to general public. But um, you never know—you might help. You might help Charlotte folks, uh, earn a hosting spot if you go out there. We have a sold-out. We we'll have a sold-out stadium to sell to a. Committee. Um, I know Coach Woody's doing the work on the field. The guys are doing the work on the field. Uh, we could do our part as fans and and uh, take care of those tickets before, uh, before they go to settle to the general public. So get the word out, buy tickets, show up at the Hayes, support these guys. They deserve it. They work hard and um, they're nationally ranked for a reason. Let's get it
0: going, Niner Nation. Let's get loud.
2: Man, we just ought to just drop off
0: the air right now. That's just like it. I'm just so fired up all right let's wrap this up it's time to get this this time to get this weekend started it's time to go jump on uncw what's time to do we love hearing from you guys feel free to reach out you're getting really good with the chat even if you're derailing the show it's fine it's cool we love it uh reach out social media platforms we love hearing from you guys uh questions comments just say hey talk niner baseball whatever and more than ever if you're old fashioned like us you could actually say hello to us at the hays this weekend cuz you know we're going to be there all weekend we know you'll be there all weekend so it's like it's going to be like family reunion this weekend right so it's it's going to be a great thing drop by and say hello we love meeting folks and, and talking about our baseball until next time and i mean it this time we'll see you at the hays
1: not